Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today I want to talk about how to create a relationship in which you are deeply known and loved. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that guide is in the show notes. It's eight pages long, a page for each situation that you could find yourself in, no matter how unique, and exactly what to say and do and think in that situation. If you are interested in learning how to go from dating to exclusive without playing games, without anxiety, and without overthinking everything, then check out the link in the show notes to learn more about coaching. The next group is getting started in November, and you can apply now through October. All right, so let's talk about the concept of being deeply known and loved. And really what we're talking about today is our standards for conversation and communication with the people that we date. So one thing that many people are running into right now online and on dates and in general with people that you're connecting with is that a lot of people are not skilled at having in-depth, open and insightful and emotionally open conversations. So a lot of people, for example, even starting online are giving one-worded responses to your questions, or you go on a date and they love talking about themselves, but they hardly ask you any questions. Or um, even if they do ask a question, it's surface level, or when they give an answer to one of your questions, it's surface level. And something that came up with a client this last week is that she said she was coming across some people like that who were not really open and emotionally engaged and thoughtful in their responses and not reciprocal in the communication and conversation. And when she told her friends about it, they said, well, you know, guys are just kind of like that. You know, guys, it takes them a while or they don't give that much. Um, Guys are not like women. They don't talk as much. They're not as open as women are. They're not as in touch with their emotions. And so she was kind of letting this behavior slide because she figured, well, that's just how men are. And that inspired me to create a podcast to tell you, no, (laughs) that is not our standard for connection and communication. And there's a really important reason why. So one of the little surprises and gifts that I give to clients who join the program in the little surprise gift box is a little book um, from a Buddhist teacher called Thich. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And uh, one of my favorite quotes from the book is that understanding is love's other name. So what he means by that is you can't love somebody unless you understand them. And therefore, when we apply that to dating and wanting to love and be loved, we can't be loved by somebody who is not invested in getting to know our soul, our likes, our dislikes, our humor, our challenges, our most prized accomplishments, when somebody is not invested in understanding us, then there is no potential for us to truly ever feel and be loved in that connection. 
So the first thing that we want to do in order to be able to create a connection where we are deeply known and loved is to have that standard and realize that truly nothing else makes sense. It doesn't make sense to invest in a connection where the other person is not interested and reciprocal and invested in getting to know you on a deeper level. And that's not just based on that one book, but also research from Dr. John and Julie Gottman that they did on relationships. One of the foundational things when it comes to a healthy, awesome, lasting relationships is what they call love maps, which is having a detailed perspective and knowledge about your partner's inner world and their life and remembering all of these details about them. What are they up to today? Who is their best friend and why? Do they love their job? What made them pick their job? Where did they grow up? All of these little things, big and small, give you that detailed map of their inner world. So once we have that as a standard and we really understand there's no point in trying to start off a relationship with somebody who's not engaging with us in that way, The second thing we want to do is make sure that we are showing up as that person. So this is not just a guy problem. Um, I've heard it from my guy friends that they go on dates with people who are not giving a lot in their answers when they do ask them thoughtful questions or not asking them very thoughtful questions. So one thing that we want to make sure we're doing on dates is getting really curious and asking open-ended questions, questions about the person's motives, their opinions, their likes, their dislikes. Basically, you want to uncover their thoughts and feelings and not just the facts of what they're telling you. So a really simple example is if they share what they do for a living, don't just ask, what do you do? Also ask, do you like it? Do you think that you'll stay with that job? Is this your dream job or what would be your dream job if you could do anything and why? So that's uncovering more of who they are versus just the fact that they shared with you. One thing to anticipate with this as well is some people are not used to that level of curiosity. (laughs) Um, And so definitely my experience has been that Sometimes I'll ask somebody a random question or a little bit more of a personal question and I've gotten responses that seemed kind of negative. So for example, somebody would say, what is this, an interview? Or do you just have a list of questions that you're asking? And I genuinely didn't. I genuinely would always ask questions that came from my curiosity. Um, But that for me was usually a sign that that wasn't really somebody that I wanted to pursue a connection further with. And um, sometimes people, instead of being thoughtful about a question and taking a moment to answer, would just kind of brush it aside or say like, I don't know. And that was also rather than taking that on to me about something like as if I'm doing something wrong, I took that as a signal that that wasn't somebody that I could have a lifetime, lifetime's worth of conversation with. I really need somebody who's reciprocal and interested and curious and loves to explore themselves in a deeper way as well. And when I went on my first date with my boyfriend, I actually told him that about me. I told him, 
I ask a lot of questions. I ask a lot of random questions. And one thing that's really important to me is that the person that I'm dating gets that and likes it. And I probably wouldn't continue dating somebody if they punished me for asking a question. And he was like, okay. (laughs) Um, And then one of the things I really appreciated was as we were dating, he would ask really insightful questions. So for example, if I passingly mentioned my brother, he would say, tell me a story about you and your brother that represents your relationship together. Like that gives a picture of what your relationship is like. And then that would give me an opportunity to think about my brother, stories, what is our relationship like? How can I communicate it to that person? So questions like that, that really help you get to know somebody and their world on a deeper level. These kinds of questions also don't always have to be really dark. (laughs) So sometimes when we think about getting to know somebody on a deeper level, we think about sharing our deepest, darkest secrets and vulnerabilities and that kind of thing. But getting to know somebody on a deeper level can even be like, what's your opinion, milk or cereal first in the bowl, right? Like even something silly like that. Or I went on a date with somebody a long time ago and they were really great at asking these kinds of questions. And on our first date, he said, um, he asked me the question, so tell me, if you were a vegetable, which vegetable would you be? Not what is your favorite vegetable, but which vegetable are you? (laughs) So this gave me an opportunity to talk about vegetables and comparing them to my personality traits. And it was playful and funny and it wasn't so serious and dark. It was great for a first date, but still in some way that person was getting to know me on a deeper level and asking insightful, open-ended questions. So if you want to create a relationship where you are deeply known and loved and you deeply know and love another person. First of all, that does take time. That's not something we'll accomplish on the first few dates, but it is something that we can screen for on the first few dates if there is that potential even for it to get to that point where you feel more and more deeply connected the longer that you spend time with this person. And so, first of all, we want to make that our standard because nothing else makes sense. And we also want to show up as that person and ask those questions and be a little bit more bold and courageous with our questions, even if they are unexpected to the other person or new to the other person. Following those steps will lead you to creating that kind of relationship much more quickly. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy this podcast and it's helping you in dating, please be sure to leave a review. I read them every day. They are so helpful for getting the word out about the podcast to more people. And if you would like to leave a review, the way to do that is to search for Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast, like you are looking for a new podcast in the Apple podcast app and click on the image scroll all the way down and then you'll see a place to leave a review thank you so much for listening and have a great day bye